Hey everybody, Economic Ninja here. I hope you're doing great. I want to talk about a story that was out of the hedge. And it was the day before, the day of, or the morning of, I don't even remember, uh, when the Federal Reserve decided to raise rates 50 basis points instead of 75 basis points. <laughs> Big changes are coming. But I want to talk about this story, even though it's like a day old, but it's very important, okay? And I'm going to show you why. Because not a lot of people understand that we are nowhere near out of the woods. As a matter of fact, we haven't even gotten to the woods. The scary part is coming up, all right, for the real economy and our finances. This is out of, um, off the hedge, uh, JPM. For countries that see CPI exceed 5%, cost price index, it takes around 10 years for the CPI to fall back to 2%. All right, here we go. Now it says right here, um, Rate height expected, they expected 50 basis points. I think all of us expected it, right? The rhetoric, rhetoric was out there. Um, they'd already thrown that little spear into the ocean and said, you know, hey, uh, lower, you know, our slowing down of rate hikes could be again as soon as December. And since uh, the Fed came out and said that, the Fed doesn't like to be wrong. So that's why we knew that it was going to come out less than the standard 75 basis points, all right? Because for the last like half of a year, it's like, you get 75 points, you get 75 points. It's like everywhere, right? But now it's slowing. But I want people to understand this is very important. It doesn't mean that they're going to continue to drop rates. As a matter of fact, we know this because we are nowhere near out of the inflation woods yet, all right? And even though we're having a little bit of deflation. Um, so rate hike, this is straightforward. If the Fed should raise rates 75 basis points, the odds are very much against it. Things will get extremely ugly. Yesterday's CPI increased chances of a 25 basis hike, but we already know that it was 50, all right? And that is absolutely true. If they would raise 50, 75 basis points, then people would not see an end in sight and markets would start to sell off because the... Uh, uh, the, the facts are nobody could pay these rates, right? Whether it be a mortgage or whether it be debt for, on a company's balance sheet, um, nobody could pay these higher rates, all right? There's just way too much money floating around. So it says right here that the dot plot is likely to be somewhat higher than September's 4.625% for 2023 and money markets are pricing at a rate of 4.86%, implying a federal funds rate of between four and three quarters and 5%. But how we get there, whether it be 50 basis points or 25 basis points at a clip is another story. After yesterday's CPI altogether up from September's levels, levels, <laughs> levels how how easy it just is it just to say words it's just wor the word words is a funny word sorry i digress <laughs> i didn't pay attention in school why are you guys listening to me <laughs> oh i'm gonna cry a little bit all right here we go uh it's another story after yesterday's cpi all comes together from september levels but down a little bit there was five percent before the cpi after cooling inflation so check this out uh, December of 2021, uh, core PCE versus the Fed funds rate. PCE came in at 2.7, the Fed funds rate less than 1%, right? Now, today, one year later, PCE at 5%, almost a doubling, Fed funds rate. 4.5%, absolutely monstrous rise this year. And you can thank the stopping, the absolute stalling of home sales due to this. But not only home sales, so many other things are being affected, right? And I do not believe they're done yet. Now, I want to ask you this. This is very important. PCE, uh, the producer cost index, or I'm blanking out on it right now. Uh, do you think that that is an accurate gauge of inflation? There's so many darn uh, acronyms when it comes to inflation, it's it's pathetic. But do you think this is an accurate uh, 
rate? Do you think that when you go to the grocery store, when you go to the gas pump, when you could pay your utility bills, do you believe that you're seeing a 5% rise? That's just, I want you to put it in the comment section. I personally don't, which means they have to go well and above this 5%. The only thing they want to do, the Federal Reserve, and I want people to understand this, they want it to appear like they're doing something about inflation, but they're not going to. If they can get this above the PCE numbers, then they could go, hey, look, we're, we're doing it. Even though uh, everybody at home are paying much higher prices for everything, all right? Now, I want to come down to this part right down here. The Fed does not meet again until February. So the dot plot will likely be most talked about piece of Fed info between now and then. In fact, um, you know, Nick Timoraris already made a point of mentioning it last night. He says right here, uh, everyone has been brainwashed to think that 7.1% uh, annual inflation is great news. And that is absolutely true. Uh, the, just the slowing down of inflation right now is not good news. It is affecting people and it is starting to cause major fear and panic in investors. And they're starting to pull money out of uh, funds, out of banks, out of, you know, they're trying to put it into real assets because they see the, tr the writing on the wall. And that's the Federal Reserve has not and is not going to get this under control anytime soon. Now, the other point that I wanted to make was right up here. And this is the most important thing from JP Morgan. For countries that see CPI exceed 5%, it takes around 10 years for CPI to fall back to two. That means this isn't finished or ending in one day. It is going to be a multi-year run unless, unless the Federal Reserve pulls a Paul Volcker out of its back pocket and goes, we're raising rates literally to 18%, which would put mortgages in the uh, low 20s. Now think about that. Now, before you say on your on your thing, oh, I'm going to say that could never happen. What well, has happened before? It has happened in the early 80s. Now, the truth is, the facts are that there is so much more debt, including debt that was pulled out by your congressmen and women. And I say yours because I didn't vote for them. <laughs> they all they're all horrible. I'm not going to lie. There's give me come on. Come on, if I really would love it. Oh, I'd love it if a congressman or woman watched this video right now. Like seriously, there's a couple out there that are good and trying to fight the battle, but let's just be honest here. The only way we can stop this is term limits. Kick them all out and you're all like, hey, you want to run for Congress? Well, you only get one term. And then watch how amazing this country gets because then big money, deep pockets couldn't go, well, who do we, uh, who do we uh, buy off? It's going to take a long time to buy them off. That's the whole point. It's going to take quite some time, like JP Morgan said, to watch that inf inflation fall back down unless there is a, a serious action on the part of the Federal Reserve to spike rates or we have a bond collapse. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. I quite, uh, I, I do believe that we could see a bond market collapse. And the reason why is because think about all of the debt that was uh, that was taken in, right? Bonds were printed at much lower, uh, the coupon rates, uh, interest rates. Now, the value of those bonds are falling because as interest rates go up, the value of that bond becomes more and more worthless, right? Because there's, you know, who wants that low interest rate? I want this higher rate and I'm going to go for these bonds. And there are countries around the world right now that are having failing currencies, primarily Japan. And that's sort of fallen out of the news recently. And I want people to understand how important this is. Japan, like literally said, hey, we're going to need to sell our treasuries, our US treasuries, T-bills to prop up, take that money and prop up our currency. That's scary. 
because as countries start to see countries like Japan do this, they go, well, I got a bunch of these worthless uh, uh, bonds too. My currency's falling and I don't need, I don't need us dollars anymore to go buy oil. I mean, shoot Saudi Arabia, China, Russia, and so many other countries prove that. I don't see any airplanes flying over my country right now trying to threaten me. So maybe we should be selling. So you see, there's, I believe in 2023, you're about to see an event that comes where bonds are going to become more and more worthless and we're going to see a cracking of the dam. And what really uh, pains me to say this, and it's a bummer, but it's going to affect everybody's pensions. And when the bond market goes, everything goes. That's the big kahuna. That's the one market that uh, most investors do not look into because they're not investing in it because it's a very interesting instrument in and of itself uh as opposed to the excitement of stocks but like you've seen before with the nasdaq excitement from you know the late 90s all the way up into 2000 and boom nothing and then you know watching the s p go up um back in was it uh, before in the last run up oh boom down i mean it's just recently i watched so many coworkers of mine watch literally 25 to 30 percent of the value of their 401ks be taken out like that at the beginning of last year. Do you believe we're out of the woods? I don't believe so. So what do we do? Guys, start to pay off debt. That is the number one thing that you can do right now to uh, firm up, shore up your balance sheet, your personal balance sheet, so that you can prepare for these uh, amazing epic uh, price drops in real estate and other asset classes like stocks. The problem is so many people think that I'm just going to go ahead and take out a loan and I'm going to try and stay solvent longer than the market can stay rational. And that is just not going to happen. The reason why markets tank is because 99% of the public couldn't, they failed at that exact uh, time. And uh, you're not going to be that one guy that outwits the market. That's the one thing. So what's the easiest thing you do? Pay off your debt. I would say that's actually financial advice. Now, is there a time to use debt to make money? Absolutely. And that's called buying assets, cash flowing assets um, that put money in your pocket that you know that you have control over. But the thing is, is if you're not ready to buy those right now and hold on to a falling knife like real estate, and it is going to be a falling knife as rates keep going up. And think about it, Fed funds rate that gets up in uh, what the 5.5 area. What's a mortgage going to be in 2023? You can see 8%, 9% mortgages. So I would just dare, uh, dare you know, challenge you to start looking at your personal asset balance sheet and start paying down debt. All right, guys, that being said, I thank you so much for watching with that. I already said that the economic ninja is out.